Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello everybody and welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. And if you're watching on Twitch, welcome to Wrestle Lost. Uh, quite a bit to go through. It feels like it's been a while since we've been here. So to get it going, here's Johnny. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't too much too much news. Uh, probably the biggest that came out over the weekend was that Cody Rhodes has signed with WWE. They said that happened about been about two weeks since that took place and he's scheduled to debut at WrestleMania on night two but of course that could change meaning he could debut night one or he could even debut uh, before then on on Raw probably on Raw because he's still slated to go against uh, Seth Rollins yeah, there's a lot of things that are still up in the air uh, as far as WrestleMania goes. The position of the matches and what what nights. I've heard some people are even saying that the the angle between Kevin Owens and Stone Cold is going to take place as the main event on night one, which a lot of people are thinking that it it'll. Some people say it's probably going to be Charlotte Ronda. Some people say that the Becky Bianca match is going to be the first match on night one. There's still a lot of things up in, up in the air as far as WrestleMania goes, and we're 
and we're less than two weeks out. <laughs> they they really need need to get it together on this. Yeah. Oh, there's still a lot of questions as to how everything is going down at WrestleMania. So yeah, they need to get on that shit and see if they're gonna make it a good one or not as good because I I don't know, man. We'd have to wait and see what happens this week because I don't know if this is on your news bit, but one of the reports coming out is that Bianca Belair is injured? Question hmm. mark. Hadn't heard that. Yeah, I heard that a couple of days ago. And, I mean, I don't know if it's real or not. I haven't heard any, any I haven't heard Fifold or WrestleTalk or any of the major uh, outlets talk about it. That's a little. That. <laughs> so, yeah, don't believe everything you read on Twitter. <laughs> oh, come on. You know everything on the internet's true. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I just want it to be true. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week, uh, Joey Janela uh, told Denise Salcedo that he will not be resigning with AEW. He, uh, he feels like he's they pretty much forgotten about, about him, which he, according to him, he said that they've gone uh, radio silent on him. They haven't used him since they they taped in in in, South, in North Carolina the last time. And I've heard that he does have heat backstage in AEW for injuring Eddie Kingston because that set back a lot of their plans. Uh, so we'll see where he goes next. He, he does have his his own uh, his own wrestling shows. This uh, spring break shows that are coming up uh, on the week, the WrestleMania week, weekend with GCW, where he will be taking on Sean Waltman. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a name I didn't think I'd be hearing, but all right. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Janela versus X Pac. <laughs> okay. Uh on to Biggie. Biggie was was lucky when he was injured because they were they just happened to be in Birmingham, Alabama, which is where you know WWE sends uh, sends their wrestlers when they get they get severe injuries. Uh, so they were able to to take care of him there, but uh, a, a, a a the a former well, a former doctor with WWE and who who now works with the San Diego Chargers said that the injuries that he he suffered uh, while while they don't require surgery uh, could be career ending injuries. Uh, talked about the the two the two fractures he had were on C1 and C6 of the spinal cord. C1 is is that's important because that's that's the top that's the top end of the of the spinal cord. 
in this that it, it's a uh, it's a ring. If if you if you've ever seen the the skeleton of a, of a body, you'll you'll see there's a, a ring in the back of their head. That's the C one. Uh, and he said if if that were to have been displaced, that causes either paralysis or immediate death. Hmm. Which obviously didn't it wasn't displaced, it was fractured. And also uh C six was fractured, which is uh he said that was just a compression of the of the other the other bones, which should require about three months rest. <laughs> but I I know I know Biggie, you know, they might have told him that it's career ending, but I, I know Biggie's going to do everything he can to come back. Yeah, he most definitely is. I mean, he can take all the time he needs to come back as long as he comes back fine from this. I just really hope it isn't career ending because it looked nasty. I mean, he's, <laughs> as you pointed it out to me, and I've also seen the videos, he's up and walking around with the neck brace on, so yeah, how bad is it actually? <laughs> so I, I, I even question, is this is, was he even injured? You know, is this part of a part of a, of, of a you know, storyline? I don't think that is something Biggie would do, but no. WWE might make him do that. <laughs> I don't put it past WWE to do that. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, really I don't put it past him doing anything. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Except put on good shows. That's something that I don't see him doing. Oh. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, g- going back to uh, WrestleMania, some other other plans that may be in the work. We might be seeing the return of of, of Kane. Also, Gable Stevenson has uh, he ac- accidentally leaked out that he was going to be at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be in, involved in anything, or maybe just. He'll they'll show him in the crowd. Uh, he's he just won his second NBA NCAA uh, title in, in wrestling, and he is retired from amateur wrestling. Yeah. Uh, they keep saying he's going to debut in in Raw in May. We'll see. As far as that goes, and. Unless I have anything else to talk about that, that that's all the all the news. There is one thing real quick that SRS just reported on Fightful Select. If they're not signed up to sign on Fightful Select, uh, it's a good thing to have. So I would do that if you can. Um, there might be a plan for Omos at WrestleMania. <laughs> And I, I don't know if this is going to be good or not. Lashley might be cleared. So mm. now they're talking about maybe a Lashley going up against Omos at WrestleMania. 
What do y'all think? <laughs> I, I I don't know if I meant uh, I don't know if I meant to that. I I don't think I meant to that. Mm, to save further argument and my sanity, I'm I'm gonna avoid going into it. I don't want it to happen. I mean, we've uh, we only got two. There's two raws left. I mean, Lashley Lashley would have to come back since tonight. To start holding yeah. that. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not into it. It's not for me. Hmm. Andrew. No. <laughs> Almost really doesn't have a moose. Moose. He's just a big guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just another big guy going up. A really inexperienced. Big guy, so I no, I would say no. Yeah, and and of course, last last Monday, just before Raw went on the air, we we got the news that Scott Hall, uh, Razor Ramon had passed away. Uh, they were. He he had three heart attacks while while uh, in hip surgery, and he he got uh, blood clots, and they put him on life support. And the uh, family they decided when when they had all gathered, they decided to just pull the pull the life support. So uh, Scott Hall passed away at the age of six sixty three. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I didn't expect. I, I don't think a lot of people expected for this to happen. It caught everyone off guard, man. Yeah, and it's truly sad to see someone as le- as legendary as Scott Hall, unfortunately, go out the way that he did. Yeah, it's yeah. affected a lot of people. And I've I've heard you know you've heard nothing but nothing but good things about Scott Hall since since he he passed you know how he he put over a one two three kid uh, X Pac back in the early nineties made him a star uh, if and if something that if something weren't to happen with Scott Hall, it, it would change the landscape of wrestling history. And that I'm talking about the curtain call back in, and, and, uh, I believe it was in, uh, 95 in, or 96 in, in mass square garden. It was a house show. And it was that there was a tag match where the, the, what they ended up calling themselves the click, they were going against each other in a, in a tag match. He had, you know, face versus heels. Well, after the match, uh, the, this was actually going to be the, the last match for for Hall and Nash. Uh, and they were going to WCW. And so they got together along with uh, Sean and X-Pac, and they just, you know, they just all hugged in the ring. And, you know, uh, Triple H was there too. Uh, and... 
you know, WWE, they didn't like it because that was, they broke kayfabe the first time, the first time that they had something like that had been, had been done. And, and they, they would have gotten away with it, but somebody was there with the video camera and we've all seen the footage by now of it taking place. But um, uh, if, if that wouldn't have happened, because uh, the one that was punished was Triple H. Triple H was was had been scheduled to win the Rumble. I mean, the King of the Ring. Well, yeah, th- they weren't going to punish Sean because Sean was the champion at the time, uh, and and they wouldn't punish uh, X Pac because he was still he was still up, up and coming, and he was a fan favorite. But yeah. Uh, Triple H was scheduled to win King of the Ring. They changed all that. If that current call had, hadn't happened or hadn't been documented, uh, Triple H would have won King of the Ring. We would have never gotten the Austin 316 promo at the end. And it, it probably would have taken Stone Cold a, a, a bit longer to... to uh, become so popular as as popular as he did yeah i know one of the things i brought up to you guys as far as what i thought about the impact he had on the wrestling world in general is if it wasn't for him being as popular as a bad guy (laughs) it wouldn't have us feel this way about as many heels it wouldn't We wouldn't feel the same about people like MJF, people Mm -hmm. like The Fiend, people who are supposed to be outright heels and we're supposed to be that we love. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a long list of heels. Yeah. Heels that we could go through that we wouldn't love as much if it wasn't for people like him. He was the the first bad guy that was cool. Yeah. And I mean, like, if it wasn't for him, we pro- probably wouldn't have never had uh, Carlito. Yeah, we wouldn't have had DX. Like, no. there's a lot of groups that wouldn't have come through if it wasn't for NWO forming and just elevating the game, man. And yeah, and, and he didn't. Did. He, yeah, he that's didn't. my thing. Him and Nash were the first two to jump ship from WWE and go to WCW, whereas everybody else came from WCW to WWF or F back then. Anyway, or might have been E back then, whenever. (laughs) And they basically started the Monday Night Wars. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because Hulk Hogan was already there. Hulk Hogan came from WWF. And they they got him involved too in in the NWO. Yeah, and yeah, nation's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean this this new uh, WWE two K twenty two that came out they they came out with an entire uh, NWO and uh, version of the or edition of the game. Yeah, oh, my faction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And even us with our 2K22 GM gameplay, like he's on there as one of the legends. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
still to this day being able to use him and seeing the impact he had. It's fucking cool, man. Just yeah. sad still. And not only, um, I'll, I'll finish up with this, not only did he put over wrestler certain states, but he did it he did it all over all over the world after uh, after WWF had bought WCW in two thousand one. Uh, Hall was one of the wrestlers that had the uh, guaranteed contracts, so he he didn't you know he didn't have to come to WWF right away. But instead, he decided to, he went to New Japan for a while, and back in two thousand one, he put over a young lion by the name of Hiroshi Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, people, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah, man, it it was it was sad, and I was still am bummed out. But just to hear how everything go, everything went down, and seeing what Kevin Nash had to say, and X Pac, and everybody else, Triple H, yeah, man, he was just really well-loved and admired by a lot of people that he helped along the way. So, not only a great person professionally, but a great person overall. So, lots of respect, and uh, he will definitely be missed. So, now that we've made it through that unfortunate bit of news, it's time to go and give our thoughts on the shows of the week. So to get it going, I'm going to go with Johnny and get his moment for Dynamite. Okay, well, of course, as always, Dynamite had... There there hasn't been a a bad Dynamite uh, episode. You know, you you can't say that, I mean, about WWE, but... They've had segments that weren't as good. I wouldn't call them bad, but as far as the show, show as a whole, they haven't had a bad show. Uh, my moment is the uh, the match that kicked off the night, which was the six man between uh, Jurassic Express and uh, Hangman Page against the the Indisputed Era. Uh, <laughs> Cole and Fish and O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, th- this was a, a good match. Had some good spots. Had had a we had a, a tower a tower doom spot. Uh, we had Jurassic Express did a a triple moonsault from the top. All, they were all in the same rope. Uh, one to the outside and, and two in in the ring, which was nice. And. Uh, even though, uh, and then uh, oh, there was a uh, Hangman Page. He got a he got a good hot tag in there as well. Uh, unfortunately, in in the end, uh, Adam Cole won won with the boom on Jungle Boy. But uh, it looks like uh, they're gonna keep keep going with the uh, Adam Cole Adam Page uh, feud, which I'm thinking maybe might. They may have another match at Battle of the Belts. So we'll, we'll see about that. That'll be fine. Yes, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. Very <laughs> fine chat. Yeah, because we'll be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, 
Hangman's hot content, man. He went crazy, bro. Yeah. He was all over the place. I could I could I don't know how the camera kept up with him <laughs> because as fast as I saw him move around, I was like, okay, he's over there, now he's over there, now he's over there. It was kind of hard to keep up <laughs> with what he was doing, but it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, uh fucking amazing opener. What can we say? It's AEW. <laughs> of course it's gonna be great. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment for dynamite. My mom was really a question. People, why are we not appreciative of Jericho? (laughs) (laughs) Jericho carried his team, his company on his back, and he made it through the first three years as their first champion. And not as a professional wrestler, as a sports entertainer. You're in the wrong company. <laughs> I didn't know what they were doing when he turned heel, but I liked the way they went with this, making him become a sport a sports entertainer in this company. It just it's the right move. <laughs> yeah, and then he changed the names of of two point oh. No, he killed two point oh, stupid name by creative. Yeah. <laughs> it really is a stupid name. <laughs> Very bad creative. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well, I don't I, even I, know if he renamed those guys anywhere. But. <laughs> some, I don't know, some a- Angelo Parker and some, uh, I don't know, Daddy Mac Daddy or something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Magic Daddy, something. But I, I mean, I there's a, I I heard and I don't know if it's true or not, but the reason because their names were were Matt and Jeff, and now you got another more Matt. pop popular yeah. Matt and Jeff in AEW. Yeah. So so they had to change their name, one of their names, because you had you you have Matt and Nick, and you have Matt and Jeff. Yep. Yeah, but I also didn't know how this was going to work because week one, I'm not saying it was bad, but it needed to get my attention somehow. And just the way he came out and said they're sports entertainers and just the promo he cut. Mm -hmm. And then the tease Daniel Garcia was putting up of him like not liking it. But he fooled us all. Yeah, it's it's good shit, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I I also read on five four earlier that uh, Homicide uh, Hernandez has left Impact Wrestling, and he is one of the former member, members of LAX LAX with Eddie Kingston before yeah. before it was Santana Ortiz. So I'm thinking maybe he can come to AEW and, and team with Ortiz, Santana, and, and Kingston. And, form a new LAX and go against Jericho's uh, appreciation side. Hell yeah. In a, in, in a blood and guts match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they beat up pro wrestlers. 
Yeah. 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 Pro wrestling is sports entertainment. Hell yeah. Yeah. I heard that as well earlier. Actually, a couple of days ago is when I heard that. But yeah, man. If they want him to come through and they want to do that LAX thing, I'm fucking down. I'm all the violence, bro. And you know they're going to be violent. But yeah. Yeah, that's real good shit. Uh, Now I'm interested to see where all of that is headed. And speaking of violent shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. First ever women's cage match in AEW. First of all, Thunder Rosa getting the entrance she got with the all-female mariachi band (laughs) in her hometown of San Antonio. Getting our emotions up from the very beginning. As soon as I saw how how she came out with the mariachi band, I knew she was going to win. There was no doubt in my mind. I would think that most of us knew that she was going to win. You can't make an entrance like that and then not win. Yeah. And the way they introduced the new title at the pay-per-view, that's when they fooled me because every time they get a new title like that, it's a title change for the most part. That's how it's always worked. So I thought it was going to happen there, but it didn't. It made sense now because of the hometown thing. And yeah, man, just for the 20 minutes they had for this match, it was great. It was greatness. The part I liked the most is when the thumbtacks were already on the mat and Britt Baker's going for her submission and Thunder Rust is just slamming the shit out of her hand on the thumbtacks so she won't be able to use it to hook like she always does. That was probably my favorite part of the match because not that it was bad, because it's not. It's really great. But a lot of people on social media were going towards Brit, towards Thunderosa, saying that they didn't think the thumbtack spot was real. Even mm. though they put up pictures of the injuries they received because of the thumbtacks. And yeah, they don't need to prove it to anyone. We know they yeah. actually put themselves mm. through this. So yeah, that's not the way to go. They proved everybody wrong. So I, I, I like the spot when they were both on, on the top rope and, and, uh, I, I don't know if she got pushed or she, Brit Brit when she just fell into the stack of chairs. That was a rough landing, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This just proves that the women can have just as amazing spots, amazing, brutal spots as the guys. And just proving that they can do it just as well as the guys can. Because I know there's been the criticism by some people about 
AEW and the booking of the women's division, matches like these prove that even though they might not do it as much, they can do it and they will do it. You just need to give them the time. Not everything is built up quickly when you're a new company. They need the time to develop things. And yeah, man, just this proving that point and Thunder Rosa getting the win. First Mexican women's champion ever. Ha. Huh. I cried. I'm not afraid to fucking say it, man. Like, my dad is Mexican. So, I'm Mexican-American, and it it just hits, bro. Yeah. Just so happy for her. And just the emotion she showed after after the fact, Dustin coming out and that little embrace they had with her after she got the title in her hands. She was just way too emotional to focus on on the camera well, but either way. Not only is she the first missing-born women's champion, she's the first missing-born champion, period, in in wrestling. Yeah. Because you think of the other ones that we've had, uh, Eddie Guerrero, he was born in El Paso. Yes. Just just across the border. Uh, Yeah, there (laughs) has been... Not been a Mexican born wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, man. So th- this just hit differently because of her being born in Tijuana and being the first Mexican champion. I'm happy. I'm happy they did this. I'm happy she won. She's been busting her ass with her own promotion. And coming into AEW and not just being a side character, taking the spotlight with Britt Baker and doing what they have done. Props to both of them for doing what they have done. I'm just happy. (laughs) These two ladies, every time they get together in a special stipulation match, they put on a match of the year quality show. Yeah. Hell, this was so yeah. good it took two referees to do, you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that further, uh, not to move away from the match, but Aubrey Edwards coming in and the issues they have had with Britt saying that... She's the part re- of the conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That leads to... What, what I said, that it could lead up to a match if they wanted to. And we know that she has done some wrestling in the past. As Andrew sent us a video of an intergender tag match she had. <laughs> yeah, man, it could happen. I wouldn't be mad if it happens. So because of the amazing showing these two women put, it, it brings other women in into the possibility of doing other things that they haven't done in AEW. But so, yeah, them just opening the doors to amazing shit, opening the doors to all the emotions. Yeah, it was fucking great. And I would say it's my favorite moment of the week overall. But Thunder Rosa kind of doing an Austin tribute in there, hitting a three uh, stunner on three sixteen. 
which was the date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that shit and I'm like, probably 316 day. Of course you did. <laughs> Fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I'm just really happy that happened. So had to had to bring that up as my moment. It felt right. So now that we've gone through our moments of dynamite, I'm gonna go back to Johnny and get his moment for Rampage. Okay, it's not so much a match, but just an, an, an angle after, after the match. Because the, the opening match, we saw the uh, the Butcher go against uh, Darby Allen. And uh, after the match, you know, uh, the a- AFL, they once again double-teamed on Sting and, and Darby. And, of course, then the Hardys come out again. Uh but and and then I, I forget whether it was Matt or Jeff that grabbed the mic, but hey, Matt. someone Matt okay, someone is telling them they're 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 in they're in the wrong promotion because he started saying, well hey if y'all want to y'all want to have an eight tag match let's do it right now, and that's something <laughs> that's something that the other company does, you know the other company there's a singles match and and and. Uh, other team members get involved and they turn it into a six pick, a six man match. Well, it's a family in our show, Matt. We don't have time for that. <laughs> so that's three, three other matches. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but anyway, they they did set up an eight an eight man match for Dynamite this week. The Hardys and uh, Sting and Darby against Butcher and Blade and the uh, and Private Party. So yeah, that that was uh, that was my my moment. Uh, Darby did win the match with the uh, coffin drop, but after that, then the then the beatdown started. That was a countout. I was he a countout. Did, he did the coffin drop on the outside. Yeah, it was like yeah, he did the coffin drop on the outside and he got counted out. Yeah, it's a rare a rare countout. <laughs> I forgot about it. I forgot about that. It's fun. I knew he did the coffin drop. I just forgot about yeah. the countout. Yeah, uh, it rarely happens, so I could see why that would kind of slip your mind a little bit because yeah, we're not used to that happening in AEW. <laughs> so hell yeah, pretty awesome match though. Every every time Darby Allen's in there, it's fucking awesome. So hell <laughs> yeah. Now that we've got through Johnny's moment. I'm going to go to Drew and see what his moment was. I can go one of two ways. I think I'm going to go House of Black versus Fuego Del Sol and Bear Country, which is a strange tag team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they just put that together so they could highlight the House of Black and how good they are. <laughs> yeah. Because Bear Country really didn't get no offense in. Fuego got a little bit, but he was just outnumbered because Bear Country was out of the ring all the time. Yeah, there was, <laughs> so it was one basically point, a three or one match. <laughs> one point when they thought they thought Fuego was gonna was gonna get the job done. Not quite. Could, no. <laughs> uh, House of Black put on a show with Buddy Matthews pinning uh, Fuego. I just like this trio. 
and I can't wait till they get the trios championships. It's gonna be cool. Oh. <laughs> Whenever they get them. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think they're still they're gonna wait. They're waiting for Kenny to come back to do those, which tells you that the, they're probably gonna make uh, Young Bucks and Kenny the first the first trios champs. I don't know. I think Tasha Black was a good shot, or or maybe just. <laughs> Or maybe they're just waiting for him just so they he can be involved in the in the tournament. Yeah, because you can have the elite, you can have House of Black, you can have the undisputed Red Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> or the Dread yeah. Dragon era. Best friends. <laughs> yeah, there's lots. Jurassic Express and Kristen. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of them out there. Yeah, Death Triangle. Yeah, it'd be an awesome tournament, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's going to be an awesome tournament whenever they get around to doing it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's going to happen. We just have to be patient. <laughs> I know one of the things that I read this week was that Kenny still has to have a couple of surgeries, so it's definitely going to be a while before we see it. Yeah, but even though even though Kenny's uh, still out with injury, he's still involved in his uh, his role as uh, as EVP. He uh, he was the one that that let Brian Cage know that his contract is being extended. He's still working behind the scenes to help develop the the video game. He's uh, I, I know he's he's been working on the story mode. So that that that's going to be good. If if wrestlers are are involved in the creation of this game, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Well, yeah. Before she started wrestling, this is what Aubrey did. She was a video game creator. Yeah, yeah. She's she's helping out. She got her degree in, yeah. so it should be good. <laughs> that's what she went to college for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it most definitely is going to be good. Uh. Yeah, I mean, can't wait for this game to happen. Uh, 2K22 can hold me over till then. <laughs> it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but yeah. overall, this AEW game was going to be it. Once once that comes out, all I'm going to be playing for the <laughs> longest time. Uh, yeah. I wonder yeah. if they're going to let you do your own uh, creations. You probably will be able I'm to. I'm sure. Because yeah. in the 2K20 game, my son got John Moxley in there. <laughs> See, I, I got called out yesterday <laughs> because we did so. We did our first two weeks of the 2K22 GM mode that we have going on with hair versus beard at stake. So be ready for part two of that next weekend. Yeah, yeah I got outed because I was, I was going through the creative characters that people have made. And somebody created a really good Tony Khan. So I downloaded <laughs> him and I'm using him on my other season of GM mode that I have going on. Which I won. So he came out on top. So Tony Khan for the win. <laughs> Again. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm I'm also putting in some AEW things in there, even though it's it's just for fun, man. I'm just trying to have fun here, okay? Yeah. So don't come at me for that shit. <laughs> yeah, but definitely waiting for the AEW game to come out. Um, we'll see. We'll see. And now that you, you know, Andrews, the intern, has it on PlayStation. You have it on PlayStation, so now y'all could play. Ooh. Y'all could play on the stream, the actual like gameplay. Actually, we have it on Xbox One. <laughs> oh, oh, I have it on Xbox. Okay, I have it on Xbox. <laughs> Okay, well, well, uh, well. Then once I get my my video, you know, my cash card set, yeah. we'll, we'll have to do that then. Yeah, once we get that work around on the issue we're having, we can get yeah. this going. But as far as my <laughs> get on, a kick, kick. Don't y'all have two controllers? I'm sure we do. Okay, oh, you can play it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just give it a shot, man. It's not as bad as you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as far as my moment, it's from a promo, and it's something I never thought I would actually choose. So just know that I'm excited about this because I want this women's division to get better. So Scorpio Sky cut a promo. I'm not going to get into his thing because that's not what's important to me. What I found important was was Dan, what Dan Lambert said about Paige Van Zandt. Either jump on board the Paige Van Zandt train or get run over. I just want her to have a match already. I know yeah. she's a badass. I have a joke that I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Who's running the train on page? Oh. <laughs> uh, now she's going to come mean, kick my ass. You would think Jericho <laughs> because of what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to get into that subject as much as we would love to. Yeah, man. I'm, I just know with her MMA background and how WWE has tried to do it but failed. I just want to see her do it. I just hope she does it well. I hope they let her do it well. I I, I would like to see her beat uh, Jade Cargill for the, the TBS title. Please beat Jade Cargill. Somebody. Anybody. Oh. <laughs> if they can do that on her first match, please even though it's probably not going to be the first match that happens with her. But, yeah. I, I, I know I know Jade's looking for someone to face for her, her 30th win. Yeah. I don't know. I just want – I don't know who that's going to be, but yeah. I just want to see Paige Van Sant already and just come in and be the ultimate badass MMA person that she could be. So – yeah, I'm excited for her, excited to see what they're going to do with her. So never would I have thought I would go with a Dan Lambert moment, but it's really a Paige Van Zandt. Exactly. <laughs> Don't yeah. come for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, yeah. and I, I did enjoy Max Caster's rap this week. He he he, he dogged on Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that as well. I've seen it a couple of times ever since. I had to. I know I've given him his shit about the raps they do sometimes, but had had to love it this week. <laughs> yeah. And we also can't forget the Hardy's debut match in AEW. For the, for the Neuro chant. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, man. It was just really good shit all the way around. You know, AEW never fails with us. So, yeah. a lot of great shit this week. WWE needs to get their shit together. I don't know what's up with the Mania card and how things are going down. Is are people really injured or not? Let's yeah. let's just clear yeah. all that shit up. There's one thing we didn't discuss, which I, we could probably wait till next week, which is the Regal uh, talk his Jericho interview, which he had. The reason I say we can bring it up next week is because this past week, past week was just part one. This week is part two, and he's already discussed a lots of lots of injuries that have happened over his career, stuff that he didn't that he didn't know about for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I I think we should hold it off until we hear part two. Yeah, we can just bring it up as a whole. Yeah. But yeah, man. If y'all haven't listened to part one of his interview on top of Jericho. Definitely go check that out. Uh, don't listen to it at work. Uh, might get you a little bit. So yeah. Definitely listen to it while at home. <laughs> yeah, man. Lots of great shit from AEW this week. I'm glad. I'm glad this week happened because it was just amazing all around. So lots to look forward to next week. We'll see how this Actually, this week I completely forgot it's Monday. Yeah, yeah, we're in, we're, we're in a, new, a new wrestling week already. Wow, I forgot it was Monday. There, for yeah, a yeah, we had some stuff coming, but come up yesterday, we weren't able to do our podcast this weekend. But we'll be back on track next week. Damn right, we will. So, and the week after that, we won't do it on Saturday either. So y'all be at WrestleMania. Yeah, we, we uh, actually we yeah we might just talk. Talk stuff during what we're watching night. Oh, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll probably just go live while we're watching night two and discuss and, as we go. And next week, I will be giving. If you're thinking about coming down to Dallas for WrestleMania weekend, it's not all about WWE. I'm gonna have a full list of all the events taking place. <laughs> Damn right. That with that weekend, and there's there's a bunch of. And like I've said before, I wish we could go to them all, but we <laughs> had to pick and choose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we are going to be out there doing some things this weekend. So, or that weekend. That weekend. Yeah. I just wanted to be here already for certain reasons <laughs> that we can't say yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of great shit that's going to go down this week. We'll see if WWE finally decides to step up and give us a good card. So. There's that to look forward to, maybe, as well. But now that we've gone through all that, it is time to stump the brain. 
<laughs> okay. Last ring of honor question. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the longest reign as ring of honor world champion? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess um, Brian Danielson. No, oh, he did have it for 462 days, but no. Who was the longest? Samoa Joe, 645 oh, no. days. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> One of those, damn it! One of those second thought deals. <laughs> Shit! Damn it! Always go with your second instinct. <laughs> but but then, go, tell then go, man. or go with your first instinct. Sometimes I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I no that that's good. I, I had thought Simone go for a minute, and then I thought, wait a minute, but. But there was a, a point when Samoa Joe left for TNA, so that's why I chose Brian Danielson. But it, it's okay; he was second longest. Actually, I don't think so. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can look. Give me one. Yeah, take a quick look, man. Yeah, he he was up there though. While he looks for that, I'm just going to bring this up because I just saw this come up on my Twitter feed. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees is doing a Scott Hall tribute shirt with all the proceeds going to his kids. So if y'all have the extra money, you can go through uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Scott Hall. Uh, the shirt is on sale right now. And it is a sweet fucking shirt. And like I said, it's going to his kids, so as long as it helps, hell yeah. Let's help out, man. Um, that, that's another thing. Uh, uh, shop at AEW and uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, they, they created an alumni page with merch, and they, they put Cody and Brandy's merch in, in the alumni page. Of course they are, man. Like, that's what they have to do. They're selling alumni Cody Rhodes shirts at cost, and they're not, it's not clearance or anything. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I might go take a look while I go look at the Scott Hall shirt. <laughs> okay. Samoa so Joe has the longest reign at 645. Uh, second at. I just saw it, dang it. Where'd he go? <laughs> 545 is Nigel McGuinness. Hmm. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you lucky for Johnny, that was the last ROH yeah. question. <laughs> but, Daniel Bryan's third was six four sixty two. Uh -huh. 
and fourth at 427 was Jay Lethal. That's your top four, the longest reigns. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I do want to plug something else. Uh, if you go to the YouTube channel, Parts of Unknown, uh, uh, Tempest just came out with the first part of a video essay on the, the history of ROH. So go check that out. Yeah, I saw that they put that up. I have to go watch it. I already added it to my list. So it's going to be watched at some point this week. But, yeah, great shit for AEW that should be happening this week. And like I said, WWE, step your game up because it's getting close, man. And, yeah. and there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. So, if you have any questions or comments, Wrestling Has Lost Its Way on Facebook and Wrestling Has Lost Its Way at Yahoo.com. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitch at WrestleLost. So until next weekend, hope everyone enjoys the rest of their day. And we will see you all then. See you next week. Check you later. <laughs>